Hey yo, it's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker, voice of the invisible generation. I am the voice inside your head. Well, it looks like ballot harvesting is going away. I am predicting right now that ballot harvesting will soon become illegal. It's done and over with, right? The pandemic's gone. President Biden has said the pandemic's over. There's no need to continue doing ballot harvesting, especially now that Trump has announced he's embracing ballot harvesting. (laughs) You see how this works? Everything Trump does, we got to do the exact opposite. Looking at the top of my Twitter news feed, uh, all the articles that the people I follow are sharing. If you would like to influence this list, just follow me on Twitter at RealCDMac, R-E-A-L-S-E-E-D-Y. I put the little thing down here in the lower left-hand corner for you. Or just search for Gen X Slacker. I'm sure you can find me. You follow me, I follow you. And then this is a, a, a list of all the stories that people I'm following are sharing. Top story is Pete Buttigieg blaming Trump for the Ohio train derailment, which, you know, that's not really news. That's just standard Democrat blame Trump for everything. You're the transportation dude, dude. Stop trying to shift the blame onto other people. You screwed up. Bo Snurd leading the charge here. Lady Tigress. Rep Marjorie Taylor Greene, she added Pete Booty. Stop blaming Trump. That's it, pretty much. So that's kind of boring. So we're going to skip down to the number two, post-millennial breaking. Trump announces he is embracing ballot harvesting. Our path forward is to master the Democrats' own game. Uh, Day late and a dollar short, if you ask me, but okay. Former President Donald Trump's campaign is examining ways to win over the mail-in vote after the Democrats' performance in the 2020 presidential and 2022 midterm elections. The Wall Street Journal reports that Trump's staff is examining state laws on absentee and mail-in voting, as well as ballot harvesting techniques. Let's take a look at that Wall Street Journal. Right? People respect the Wall Street Journal still a little bit? Sort of? As an authoritative news source? Donald Trump changes tune on mail-in voting ballot collection after years of attack uh, they want me to subscribe so I'm not gonna but it's there if you subscribe to Wall Street Journal and you don't trust the post millennial Trump who is famously critical of mail-in votes following the 2020 elections yeah because he thinks that's why he lost well a lot of people think that's why he lost so well, of course he's gonna be critical but if you can't beat him join him right He's changing his tune following comments by some GOP 2024 presidential hopefuls like Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, who have criticized the party for not capitalizing on opportunities in recent elections by focusing too much on Election Day turnout and not enough. I'm adding this not enough uh, on the mail in part. The change of heart can be observed in a Trump fundraising email released earlier this week, which read, The radical Democrats have used ballot harvesting to cancel out your vote and walk away with elections that they never should have won. But I'm doing something huge to fight back. He continued, Our path forward is to master the Democrats' own game of harvesting ballots in every state we can. But that also means 
We need to start laying the foundation for victory right now. Trump told Breitbart, oh, well, let's let's take a look at Breitbart. I, I, I'm pretty sure I don't have to subscribe for Breitbart. Exclusive Trump on elections. Republicans have no choice. We have to fight like Democrats to outdo them with mail voting, ballot harvesting. So this is good. Matthew Boyle, thank you so much for your hard work here at Breitbart. So we got Breitbart and the Wall Street Journal verifying the work of the post-millennial. Good, good, good. Trump told Breitbart News in December that the GOP has to live with the system that stinks, but maintain that a mail-in ballot will always be corrupt. Always not too big on absolutes. It's more likely to be corrupt. I will agree with that. And that Republicans need to look for ways to make elections more secure. I absolutely agree with that. Other Republicans have noted that the GOP simply needs to use whatever tools available to win over voters and that the Republican National Committee is looking into the issue following the midterms last November. That I agree with. That's the slacker code. Whatever you got, use whatever tools are available. Even if it's not a tool, make it a tool. Make something out of whatever you got within reach to do the thing that you need to do. Be creative. Uh, Not stuck in your old ways. Roughly 60% of Democrats voted by mail in 2020 compared to 30% of Republicans. We simply have to beat them at this, said Arizona GOP candidate Blake Masters, who lost in a close race this past November. Thank you very much, Post Millennial. Let me know what you think about mail-in ballots ballots and... um, the Republican Party, and will it become illegal because now the Republicans are embracing it? That's the path that I think. Um, leave in your comments, retweets, like, share, subscribe, do all that fun internet stuff. But above all else, remember, I will always love you. And you should love yourself first. Take care of yourself first. And then if you got something left over, Pay it forward to somebody in your community. Look for somebody who's also taking care of themselves and loving themselves. And maybe the two of you can create something greater than the sum of its parts. Maybe. But be safe while you're doing it. We are still in a cold war that is warming up. (laughs) It's getting warmer. I hate to see it. And I hate to see anything bad happen to you. Use the buddy system. Keep your head on a swivel. Okay? Be the battery. Stay calm. Keep your head about you when all those around you are losing theirs. That's how you find the solution and become the hero. All right? Talk to you tomorrow. I do love you. Bye. Hey, yo. It's me, CD. The Gen X Slacker, the voice of the three lives for a quarter gamers, I am the voice inside your head. I've been hearing a lot of people mispronounce Norfolk Southern, so I'm going to tell you an old joke that the people from Norfolk tell people not from Norfolk when they move there on how to pronounce the word Norfolk. There used to be an old Norfolk High School cheer that the cheerleaders used to do, and it went like this. This is during the 50s when everybody was prim and proper. It was like, 
the Norfolk High cheerleaders would come out and they go, we don't drink, we don't smoke, nor fuck, nor fuck. It's nor fuck. Southern. Nor fuck. Southern. Okay. Fishnet Friday. Hey, Sandra Bullock, you're looking cute there. Taking a look at the <laughs> top of my Twitter news. Looky here. And the most obvious sign that Joe Biden is not going to be running for president in 2024, it looks like the Biden admin has turned down Ohio's request for disaster assistance after the big toxic chemical spill. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure Ohio plays a fairly important role during presidential primary season, which we're getting ready to, to roll right into. Let's see who's talking about this um, from Fox News. Josh Hawley at the top. you got to be kidding me. Not only is this a major disaster for the people of Ohio, it's potentially a disaster for Missourians and others downstream. Patriot Piles, Jedi 2. Oh, lots of people upset about this. Let's Let's go to Fox News. And read, the Biden administration turned down a request for federal disaster assistance from Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, DeWine, in the aftermath of the train derailment in the state earlier this month that led to a large release of toxic chemicals. The Federal Emergency Management Agency, also known as FEMA, told Ohio state government that it was not eligible for disaster assistance to help the community recover from the toxic spill. Dan Tierney, a spokesperson for DeWine, told Fox News Digital on Thursday. Tierney explained that FEMA believed the incident didn't qualify as a traditional disaster, such as a tornado or a hurricane, which it usually provides assistance for. The DeWine administration has been in daily contact with FEMA to discuss the need for federal support. However, FEMA continues to tell Governor DeWine that Ohio is not eligible for assistance at this time. DeWine's office said in a statement earlier in the day, Governor DeWine will continue working with FEMA to determine what assistance can be provided. Now, just what it sounds like to me so far... If I can interpret and kind of boil it down, there are FEMA saying, no, we only do natural disasters, not man-made disasters. Which is, is that part of their rules? I did, I was unaware of that. Or are they saying because, you know, this was a controlled bleed and burn or how, whatever you want to call it. They did it on, it wasn't actually... The government doesn't have any responsibility. It's all Norfolk Southern. Norfolk. N-A-W-F-U-K. Norfolk. Like Nolans. Norfolk. Uh, FEMA said that its team is in consistent communication with DeWine's office, but it didn't comment on the request for federal relief. FEMA is in constant contact. They said that multiple times so far. Just so that you know, FEMA is in constant contact with the Emergency Operations Center in East Palestine and with the Ohio Emergency Management Agency. We are closely coordinating with EPA, HHS, and the CDC, along with several other alphabet organizations, 
who are helping to test water and air quality and to conduct public health assessments, FEMA spokesperson Jeremy Edwards told Fox News Digital in a statement. Tyranny noted, though, that the governor was able to secure some health assistance from the Department of Health and Human Services that will go towards helping local residents with any medical care costs that stem from the incident. Isn't that nice? Yeah, um, they'll help. They're making promises that they ain't going to keep, just like they did with the workers in New York on 9-11. I think we got the gist of what's going on here. They're, They're just... Want, not wanting to, to get involved. They're not wanting to take care of anybody in Ohio. They're writing it off. They're just saying, screw you. And I saw something where, and it may have something to do with this. I don't know. That uh, the way the laws are written, any uh, toxic spill type of area, the government can come in and has something to do with creating one of those 15-minute communities. So this may be part of the motivation for all that i don't know tell me what you think in the comments below or in your quote tweets and your retweets i do read the comments i do find it funny though that there are people that preach don't read the comments but the people that preach don't read the comments sure do have a lot of comments (laughs) so am i supposed to ignore your comments or should i ignore you telling me to ignore the comments and pay attention to your comments. I don't know. You tell me in the comments. <laughs> like, share, subscribe. Do all that internet stuff that, that you do to kind of help spread the word. I really, truly do appreciate it. And above all else, never forget that I do love you, each and every single one of you. Platonically, I don't want to have sex with all of you. Just some of you, a select few of you, (laughs) maybe. All right, we're being silly. We got to wrap it up. It's Friday. Sorry I'm late, but I had to go do this the third Friday of the month. So we had the monthly VFW meeting this morning and breakfast. And um, so I was doing all that. Love yourself first. Take care of yourself first. If you got anything left over, pay it forward to the community. Help feed the tide. Help raise all the boats if you can. I'll talk to you uh, again tomorrow. Super Saturday Fun Time Show. Love you. Bye-bye. Hey, yo. It's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker, the voice of the Lollapalooza generation. I am the voice inside your head. Run a little bit late this morning. Sorry I slept in. I got a little tired. It's Saturday, so I'm kind of, well, I'm going to apologize in advance for this one. There she stood in the doorway. I heard the mission bell, and I was thinking to myself, this could be heaven, or this could be hell. Then she lit up a candle, and she showed me the way. There were voices down the corridor. I thought I heard them say, welcome to the hotel New York City, such a lovely place, such a lovely face. New York City Mayor Adams opens 85th hotel to house immigrants as number of asylum seekers surpasses the homeless. This is the top 
article shared in the last 24 hours of the people that I follow on Twitter. If you would like to influence this list, all you have to do is follow me. I follow back. And then the more people I get following me, uh, the, the bigger the sample size, the, the more uh, important, I guess, the more impacting the, the stories are. I'm guessing. It's a theory. It's a theory. Um, another New York City hotel is opening its doors to house illegal immigrants on the taxpayer's dime, reaching a total of 85 Big Apple hotels to grant free rooms to migrants. I wonder if <clears throat> Trump Hotel is one of those hotels. Just curious. I'm sure if it was, they would say. Oh, it looks like the Wingate by Wyndham is. New York is continuing. I'm reading ahead. Sorry. New York is continuing to hand out free stays at luxury hotels to thousands of migrants, most recently offering rooms at the three-star Wingate by Wyndham in Queens which Democratic Mayor Eric Adams announced Wednesday would become the city's newest emergency shelter. Emergency! Emergency! <clears throat> Wasn't that a TV show back in the day? Randolph Mantooth! Wow! When was the last time you heard a Randolph Mantooth reference? Look him up. He's a real person. <laughs> The city has taken in approximately 45,600 since spring of 2022, doubling the number of people already in the city's shelters, the mayor's office said. As the number of asylum seekers who have moved through our intake process in the last 10 months has now surpassed the total number of people who were in the city's shelter system when I took office, it's clear that New York City is in dire need of more support from our federal partners. More money. See, that's the problem with these socialist schemes. You always need more money. And you end up sucking so much blood out of the host, the parasite kills the host. You got to learn to siphon just a little bit off. A Manhattan Holiday Inn is another one of the city's newest luxury buildings to provide city-funded relief housing for illegal immigrants. While many New Yorkers are struggling to pay rent in the Big Apple due to skyrocketing rents too damn high <laughs> prices, <laughs> the migrants will receive free $190 a night rooms at the Four Star Hotel until May of 2024 according to court documents, on your dime. Well, not on my dime. On the New York City taxpayer's dime. Tim Dillon's paying for that shit. Doesn't he have a place up there? All those people out there with their big fancy houses, their high-rises, condos, overlooking the park there in Manhattan. They're just going to suck more more money from you guys. Ha ha. I told you years ago, get out of the city. Get out. <laughs> Learn to live in the wilderness. It's much, much better out here. 
I promise. I'm already bored with this. Tell me what you think in the comments below or in your wee tweets, your, your quote tweets. I am not afraid of engagement. I do read the comments when I get them. Feel free to tell me. I don't care if you agree with me or disagree with me. Just, you know, engage. Let's have a discussion. Remember, take care of yourself first. Love yourself first. If you don't, who else? Why would anybody else? Why would somebody else love you if you don't love yourself? You got to be the first. And then other people will love you. Because people like being around people who love themselves and who choose to be happy. Emotions are just thoughts. You choose them. Stop letting them control you. Get you a, an emotional control panel in your, your control room. I haven't taught you guys that stuff yet. Well, maybe someday. Be the battery. Positive and negative terminals in balance. That is the power position. That's how you store power. Neutral is twice as powerful as pure good or pure evil. It just is because it's both. And that scares people huh? who are out on the fringes. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh, yeah. Love you. Bye. Hey, yo. It's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker, voice of the latchkey kids. I am the voice inside your head. Welcome to Sunday. The world is a vampire sent to drain. Secret destroyers hold you up to the flames. And what do I get for my pain? Betrayed desires and a piece of the game. On this day, the uh, the anniversary where I'm gonna go back to where's where's just go back to my homepage where was oh, is it still trending? No, I don't see it. On the day that the the we're we're memorializing putting Japanese people in internment camps. The Democratic Party at its most evil. The White House even tweeting out about it. The Biden admin is negotiating a deal to give the World Health Organization authority over the U.S. pandemic policies. Understand what this means. This goes back to me talking about acquiescing to a global authority, an authority above your local, state, or federal, a world body. This is the Democratic Party. Joe Biden... <clears throat> duly elected he got more votes than any other president ever including Barack Obama which means there were people who did not vote for Barack Obama when Joe Biden was vice president who did vote for Joe Biden once the white man got on the top of the ticket <clears throat> just saying that's what it looks like to me 
is now going to give whoever the new Dr. Mangala is for Klaus Schwab and the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th Reich, whatever Reich we're on now, the power to tell your kids and their your grandkids and their grandkids whether or not they can go to work or operate their own business, whether or not they can leave their house, whether or not they can go to church, whether or not they can go see a loved one in the hospital who may be dying. This is the creation of the one ring that rules them all. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I do not like it. I do not like green eggs and ham. This is from uh, the Epoch Times, so it's probably going to be very dry and boring. (laughs) So I apologize in advance. Biden admin negotiates deal to give who? Who are you? Who, who? authority over U.S. pandemic. This is not good at all. The Biden administration is preparing to sign up the United States to a legally binding accord. I don't know. Does he, can he do that? Do we not need somebody, does Congress not need to vote on treaties? We're giving away our sovereignty to an unelected thing The Biden administration is preparing to sign up the United States to a legally binding, in quotation marks, accord with the World Health Organization, who, that would give this Geneva-based UN subsidiary the authority to dictate America's policies during a pandemic. Despite widespread criticism of the WHO's response to the COVID pandemic, remember how they did us? Remember how they treated us? U.S. Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Bazzara, sorry if I butchered your name, joined with WHO Director General, oh, I don't like this guy, Tedros. Ugh. You seen pictures? Of, look up him. He's one of those guys that likes to do weird, kinky stuff out in public. That's who's going to be in control of your kids lives and what experimental drugs they are going to be forced to take. These discussions and others spawned the zero draft, there's a PDF of it, of a pandemic treaty published on February 1st, which now seeks ratification by all 194 WHO member states, a meeting of the WHO's intergovernmental negotiating body, I-N-B, a more alphabet people, is scheduled for February 27th to work out the final terms. I say we, we reschedule it to February 31st. Everybody talk to April <laughs> and she'll reschedule it for you. Written under the banner of The World Together Equitably. The Zero Draft grants 
the WHO the power to declare and manage a global pandemic emergency. Did you look up Randolph Mantooth? Emergency! Emergency! Once a health emergency is declared, all signatories, including the United States, would submit to the authority of the WHO regarding treatments, government regulations such as lockdowns and vaccine mandates, global supply chains, and monitoring and surveillance of populations. The one ring that rules them all. It's a metaphor, idiot. Centralized pandemic response. No! Centralize nothing. <laughs> Decentralize everything. They want to see a centralized vaccine and medication-based response and a very restrictive response in terms of controlling populations. David Bell a public health physician and former WHO staffer specializing in epidemic policy told the Epoch Times. They get to decide what is a health emergency, and they are putting in place a surveillance mechanism that will ensure that there are potential emergencies to declare. Do you understand what that means? They get to decide <laughs> when... They get power. Hmm. Oops. Everybody's got the snivels. I declare an emergency. I get emergency powers now. Everybody do what I say. I can't. I just can't continue reading this. Please tell me that I am not the only one that is upset with this. Let me know what you think in the comments below. Or in your quote tweets, if you retweet this, like, share, subscribe, do all that uh, internet stuff. Please take care of yourself. It's getting crazy out there. Take care of yourself first. Love yourself first. And then if you got something left over, pay it forward. Use it to uh, feed the tide in your local community. Act local. Think global. I love you. I really, truly do. You're just a reflection of me. I am you, you are me, we are all together in this. Where we go one, we go all, right? Wow. Talk to, your, to, talk to your local reps, tell them you're upset about this. Your, your state reps. And I will talk to you again tomorrow, okay? Love you. Bye. Hey yo, it's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker, the voice of the generation whose industrial revolution was about music. I am the voice inside your head. Welcome to another Manic Monday. Why are you doing this to me? Am I not living up to what I'm supposed to be? Why am I seething with this animosity? I think you owe me a great big apology. Terrible lies!
Terrible lies! Looking at the top of my Twitter news, people I follow, which has been expanding, by the way. Thank you very much. I want to just see if I can find this real quick. This, this one right here. This little tweet. Look at this. It's got 22,000 views. It is blowing up. The cynical and sarcastic generation. I know we Gen Xers take a lot of shit, but you have to admit our sneering distrust of everything turned out to be 100% correct. Is crossing over all kinds of boundaries. This thing right here. And collecting a lot of Gen Xers from all spectrums. I'm getting left, right, independent. Getting them all. All colors, races, all religions. This one is just gathering all kinds of people. And welcome all of you. And sorry to scare some of you. Take everything I do with a grain of salt. This is all for fun and to get you to think about things. But welcome. Welcome. one. And if you want to uh, influence this list of top articles, all you got to do is follow me. I follow everybody right back. At Real CD Mac. I am the Gen X Slacker. You can find me. I got my blue check mark. I'm not hard to find. I'm not hiding. And every morning I take the top article from people I know, see what everybody's following. The more people we get in this group of people following me, the more accurate, the more uh, uh, important, I'm assuming, <laughs> this will be. But apparently this morning, the most important thing on everybody's mind is the fact that Kavanaugh rape accuser confesses she lied. Terrible lied! Was never raped. Never even met the man by the staff writer. Whose face that is. I don't know who that staff writer is. The S-H apostrophe, no, not a, a asterisk, um, T show. The Democrats staged at the confirmation hearings for Donald Trump's Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, my, 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 my left friends are not going to like this. It's okay. We'll help you through this. Was a disgusting group denigration of the high office Democrats have been entrusted with. This was born out yesterday when Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Charles Grassley made a third criminal referral. This one against a second Kavanaugh accuser, Judy Tenuto, no, Judy Murno Layton. <clears throat> Judy Tenuto just died recently. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to denigrate your, your memory, sweetheart. I love you. Here's uh, Grassley's letter of referral to Attorney General Jeff Sessions and the FBI Director Christopher Wray, which that's a whole nother thing. And you can find this here on Scribd. And there it is, the official, official part of it. It's disgusting. I mean, this is nothing new for the people that have been paying attention. What's going on with my my thing? I put my new little thing there and it's not working. Why is it not working? Let's turn it off. There we go. Turn it back on. Twitter. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll probably edit this out. I just want to make sure my little GIF thing works down there in the corner. See, why is it sticking? All right. I'm going to have to fix that. 
I am writing to refer Ms. Judy Munro-Leeton for investigation of potential violations of 18 U.S.C. Funny letter, funny letter, 1001 material false statements and 1505 obstruction for materially false statements she made to the committee during the course of the committee's investigation. People need to be held accountable for these types of things. These lies. Lie. You can't just go into Congress during a an official confirmation hearing and lie. Just make up lies for political purposes. How can anybody trust anything anymore? I, I don't. Everything is a lie. Everything is a lie. By itself, Monroe Leeton's admission that she lied about Judge Kavanaugh is despicable. But when taken in context of the way the Democrats orchestrated their resistance to Judge Kavanaugh throughout the entire confirmation process should be disqualifying for high office. It has been admitted by at least one Democratic member of the Judiciary Committee that from the outset, top Democratic senators had been coordinating with the protesters, many of them paid to disrupt the hearings and create a false sense of outrage, some in the most despicable manner imaginable. And then they're holding kangaroo courts over January 6th? See, this type of, that information there now leads me to believe that maybe January 6th was staged by the Democrats. Huh. And the idiot marks in the in the Trump mob. Yeah, let's go do that. <laughs> hey, dummy. Those are Democrats giving you orders. You're it's a trap. Then there was what now appears to be the wholly fabricated accusations of Christine Blasey Ford that involved so many deep state slash Democrat operatives that a scorecard is required to identify them all. There's a reason to believe that radical leftist Democrat Senator <clears throat> Camel Toe Harris had a hand in Monroe Leeton's claims because she was the person who brought Monroe Leeton's letter to the committee's attention. Hmm. And then she got rewarded with a spot on the ticket. Vice president. Hmm. Interesting. Tell me what you think in the comments below or in your quote tweets. Agree or disagree. I, I, I want to I have the debate. I'm not scared of people who disagree with me. I want you to disagree with me. That's how we learn from each other. If everybody thought the same thing, that would be Boring, capital A, capital F. Listen, take care of yourself. Keep your head on a swivel. It's still crazy out there. The Cold War is warming up. It's not hot yet, but it's getting warm. It's not just psychobabble and gaslighting anymore. There are physical dangers in this world. Make sure you use the buddy system.
Be aware of your surroundings. Stay in the moment. Take care of yourself first. Love yourself first. And then if you got something left over, use that to feed the tide in your local community. Help raise all the boats. Do some charity work. Or find somebody who loves themselves and takes care of themselves. And maybe the two of you can work on building something that's greater than a sum of its individual parts. But above all else, never forget, I love you. You're just a reflection of me. I am you. You are me. We're all in this together. Where we go one, we go all. And that includes the people who hate me and disagree with me. You're just in the shadow. There's a yin and a yang for everything. Embrace both your dark and your light. Neutral is the power position. Be the battery. That's how you store power, positive and negative terminals in balance. Keep your head about you when all those around are losing theirs and you will find the solution and be the hero. I will talk to you again tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Hey, yo. It's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker. Voice of the Be Kind and Rewind generation. I am the voice inside your head. Got some advice for... uh, Millennials or maybe some Gen Z who have Gen X parents, if you ever come across a stash of videotapes in the basement or in the attic or in the the back of a closet, do not watch them. If you can find a VCR to watch them, still do not watch them because you just might find out that your parents were into some kinky stuff. Those might be the January 6th tapes. Breaking news. Kevin McCarthy is giving Tucker Carlson access to the massive trove of January 6th. They call them riot tapes here on uh, Axios. Um, yeah, you know my thoughts on that. This is the most uh, shared article in the last 24 hours of the people I follow. If you would like to influence this list and influence the the articles that I do these little videos on every morning, just follow me on Twitter. That's all you got to do. It's really that easy. I'll follow you back, and then you will be one of the people I follow, and then you will have influence over this list. Uh, let's see. Trevor's 24 is not... Well, I don't know if they're happy or unhappy. Losing faith in Rep MTG. Is this all the video? How would anybody know? MTG, I guess, is very happy for all of you that doubted we would release the tapes. Here you go. Luke Radowski. Tucker Carlson does not hold back. This, I think, is going to be very important political moment. Good, good, good. Uh, if he's happy, I'm happy. Uh, DC Drano, he's happy. Anani Mouse. Not happy. Yet another asinine move from the weakest speaker in the United States history, giving this info to a network proven to be nothing but a propaganda outlet for traitor Trump, GOP seditious traitors. So, yeah, of course, the left is going to be a little upset. Um, I think there was another one down here. There yet, American greatness. 
also had an article four or five slots down, House Republicans released J6 videos to Tucker Carlson. So we'll use both of those because Axios really isn't, I don't know, user, reader friendly. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has given Fox News Tucker Carlson exclusive access to 41,000 hours of Capitol surveillance footage from the January 6th riot. Uh, McCarthy sources tell me, uh, Mike Allen, I'm speaking as Mike Allen in this, why it matters. Carlson has repeatedly questioned official accounts of 1-6, downplaying the insurrection as vandalism. It's somewhere in the middle Right. It's not as bad as the Democrats are making it out to be, but it's not as benign, I guess, as as the the right is trying to make it be. There was a bit of a ruckus, not as bad as what they're making it out to be. Tucker Carlson tonight on Fox News and Tucker Carlson today and Tucker Carlson originals on the streaming service. Fox Nation have a massive trove of raw material. See how this is. I just don't like the way this is formatted. So I'm going to skip over to this American greatness and get Julie Kelly uh, voice. Uh, so I'm going to read it now as Julie Kelly. I don't know if she has an accent. House Republicans released January 6th videos to Tucker Carlson by Julie Kelly on February 20th, 2023. According to an exclusive posting on Axios today, which CD just read, as, as, as who, who was I? I forgot his name already. Mike Allen. <clears throat> Mike Allen. This is Julie. Carlson TV producers. I can't do that. It's just annoying me. Carlson TV producers were on Capitol Hill last week to begin digging through the trove, which includes multiple camera angles from all over Capitol grounds. Mike Allen reported. I think I just read that twice. Here's why it's important. They're looking for who who opened up those magnetic locks from the inside. This this appears very much to be an inside job. And now we have a treasure trove of videotapes to try and figure that out. I think it was a setup. It was a trap. American Greatness first reported on the massive trove of security videos in May of 2021. Since then, several lawmakers, including Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, Republican Georgia, have called for the public release of 14,000 of footage, I think hours, of footage related to the events on January the 6th. McCarthy told reporters on January 12th, that he supported making the tapes public. I think the American public should see all what happened instead of a report that's written for a political basis. For a political bias, I think, maybe we should be. McCarthy said, referring to the January 6th Select Committee's final report on March, in March, excuse me, 2021, the Justice Department designated the footage as highly sensitive government material subject to strict protective orders. Defendants and their lawyers have complained about the lack of access to the surveillance video. A digital platform to archive all footage was delayed for months. Those protective orders, however, did not apply to House Democrats who access surveillance clips to use in the second impeachment of Donald Trump's and the January 6th Select Committee, both of which were big nothing burgers. 
Further, the Justice Department claimed that only 14,000 hours of video footage from noon until 8 p.m. that day was relevant to the January 6th investigation. But Axios reported Carlson's team received 41,000 hours of videos, which is different than 14. They flipped the numbers, one and four, which likely represents the full 24-hour period that Capitol Police gave to congressional committees. Carlson's team of producers and researchers from his three Fox News programs, his nightly program on Fox News and two long-form shows on Fox Nation, are now combing through the raw footage. Axios, and now I got that vision of (laughs) the guys with the big giant comb in the desert. Green told American Greatness this morning she is pleased that McCarthy fulfilled his commitment to release the footage. Yeah, we, we, we'd already read that. So let me know what you think. Is it a big deal? Is it not a big deal? Are, are you a Republican and are you happy? Are you a Democrat and are you pissed off? Or do you really not care one way or the other? Or is this not that big of a deal? Let me know in the comments below. Like, share, retweet, all, do all the internet stuff. I hate that I have to tell you how to do it. You know how the internet works. Just do it. All right. Help me out with the algorithm. I think we're up to seven subscribers on YouTube now. So we're growing slowly. And remember, above all else, I love you. Why wouldn't I? You're just a reflection of me. I am you. You are me. We are all together. Part of the whole. The one, the collective soul, the collective consciousness that we personify as some bearded, gray-haired guy in robes lounging on clouds in the sky. Right? We were made in God's image. We are just a small fraction of God. Collectively together, we are God. It's like a holographic. You know, if you take a piece of holographic material and you cut it in half, each one of those halves still produces the full hologram. That's all we are, shards of holographic material. At least that's my belief. Take care of yourself first. Love yourself first. And if you got anything left over, use it to feed the tide. Help raise all the boats in your community. Think global but act local. The best thing that you can do for your community is be a better person. You're the only one that you have control over. Stop trying to change everybody else and just work on yourself. How about that? Talk to you tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Hey, yo. It's me, CD, the Gen X Slacker. Voice of the grunge generation. I am the voice inside your head. Dear God, sorry to disturb you, but I feel I should be heard loud and clear. We all need a big reduction in the amount of tears. And all the people that you made in your image, see them fighting in the street because they can't make opinions meet. About God. 
We're discussing religious persecution today, a topic uh, near and dear to my heart. For those of you who are new to the show, um, I kind of invented my own religion because I didn't like all the other religions that were out there. I came to the realization that all the other religions out there were just made up by somebody. Some guy just decided, hey, I don't like the current way they're interpreting the Bible, so I'm going to make up my own interpretation. And that's how we got Baptist and Methodist and Episcopalian and Lutheran and all the different variations of Christianity. But it appears, according to the top news article shared in the last 24 hours of the people that I follow on Twitter, and you can influence this list just by following me at Real CD Mac. Just look for Gen X Slacker. I got my blue check mark. I'm not hiding. I'm not locking my <laughs> my account down. I don't. I still don't understand that. Uh, but every 24 hours, uh, Twitter tells me the most shared, and a very close 24, 23 people in second place. Republicans push back against um, the accord giving the World Health Organization power over U.S. pandemic response. Something that was kind of a follow-up to a video I did a couple of days ago. So you might want to look into that, Daily Clout. But this one is the top. Jacketless Jim Jordan demands answers from Ray, the Ray man. Pew, pew. Ray gun. After <laughs> leaked FBI memo suggests the agency may be targeting Catholics. We got to protect the Catholic because Catholic girls are easy. Exclusive House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan is demanding answers from FBI Director Christopher Wray as part of the panel's investigation into the Bureau's alleged misuse of domestic violent extremism resources for political purposes. After a leaked internal memo revealed the FBI had efforts underway to identify and treat some Catholics as violent extremists. It's the same thing they did to the Mormons when the Mormons started blowing up and moving across the United States. They started getting into fights over religious beliefs, and then all of a sudden Mormons were the extremists. They, they do it uh, to various factions from time to time. I believe this is more than likely due to the Catholic Church's stance on abortion and the left's stance on abortion. But that's just an assumption I'm making. In a letter to Ray obtained exclusively by Fox News Digital, Jordan demanded that the FBI turn over documents and records related to January 23rd, 2023, document from the FBI's Richmond Field Office that linked racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists with a radical traditionalist Catholic ideology. Radical traditionalist. So, like... But the Inquisition, what a joy. <laughs> that is that were radical tra traditionalist Catholic idea. The element of surprise. The committee on the judiciary is continuing to examine the Federal Bureau of Investigation's handling of domestic violent extremism, DVE. Investigations, Jordan wrote. The top Republican on the House Subcommittee on the Constitution and Limited Government, Rep. Mike Johnson, are la 
also signed on to the letter. Jordan said he and committee Republicans have written to the FBI several times over the last year about startling allegations that the FBI is misusing DVE resources for apparent political purposes. DV, isn't that the radio station in Pittsburgh? DVE. Pretty sure. Since then, <laughs> Radiohead, sorry. Since then, Jordan said new information was has become public about the FBI's targeting of a set of Catholic Americans for their religious beliefs. This is what scares me. So I don't want to be attacked or targeted because of my religious beliefs. Just because they're not part of somebody else's religious beliefs. They're normal religious beliefs, okay? They're not crazy. I don't I don't sacrifice animals. It's not like Santeria or anything like that. Um I'm getting kind of bored with this already. Yeah, I get it. They're they're trying to prove that the Democrats uh, in the, in the system, the 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 liberal faction of the swamp, whatever you want to call it, um the bureaucracy was using uh, the rules against one political party uh, to try and create a, a political monopoly in the in the system, which is not good. We don't want one side. We need both wings, right? Left and right. That's how the bird flies. We, we, you don't want an airplane with just a left wing, right? It's not going to go very far. I don't think. It's not how it works. You need a left and a right. Just like you need the, a left hand and a right hand. And a left brain and a right brain. We need both halves to create the whole. Stop focusing on one side. Tell me what you think in the comments below. All that internet stuff. Like, share, subscribe. Do all that. And above all else, never forget that I do love you. Each and every one of you. Even the ones that hate me, especially the ones that hate me. Love and hate are just heads and tails of the same coin. You can't get rid of hate without getting rid of love. If you hate me, that means you have an emotional connection to me. If you don't know me personally, you really should have no emotional connection to me at all. But if you hate me, that means you're sending me love. I'm accepting it as love. I'm transforming it. I'm just flipping the coin from tails to heads. If the energy was a battery, love would be the positive terminal and hate would be the negative terminal. You understand? Stay balanced. Be the battery. Positive and negative in balance. Love and hate in balance. That's how you store power. Take care of yourself first. Love yourself first. And then if you got something left over, use that to feed the tide. Help raise the boats in your local community. Think global, act local. It's an old REM saying back when they were popular and winning all the awards. I love you. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye. Mwah.